For some, it's just a phrase. For others, it's the challenge. And for the elite, it seems as if it's already there. Something gets you going. Something gets you moving. But the issue isn't in what gets us going. Virtually anything can get you going. It is often a question of what keeps us going. What moves you to act and consistently perform? I've got a word that will help fuel your tank to sustain you on the journey on A Word with Anthony Walker. Motivation. Noun. The reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. The general desire or willingness of someone to do something. When I look at anyone successful or those who have achieved greatness in virtually any area, I often think to myself, what was their motivation? Greatness is not achieved in the moment. Greatness is achieved over time with consistency and commitment. When we look at professional athletes, we are seeing a commitment to practice daily, a commitment to diet, a commitment to training, a commitment to constantly sharpening one's skill. For NBA fans, it's like a player named Steph Curry. Well, before we talk about Steph, let's take a step back. Growing up in the late 80s and 90s, I remember the golden age of basketball. There was great athleticism and physicality and real, actual defense. But it was also a time in which the game was focused on big men down low, high-flying dunks, and shooting. Well, mid-range shooting. Yes, the three-point line existed and had existed for 30 years, but it was rarely used. There was an occasional three-pointer shot in the game. On average, teams shot three threes a game in the late 80s. That number ticked up to a measly 11 threes a game in the 90s. Just think, out of both teams for 48 minutes, they were taking about five threes each. So guys who could make threes at any consistent rate were unicorns. I remember Del Curry and Dennis Scott, and you can't forget Reggie Miller. Looking back at their game compared to today, those guys are small fries. When Del Curry's son, Steph, started airing threes, it literally impacted the game. Statistically, since Steph arrived, the league shoots three times as many threes as they did in the late 90s, about 34 threes per game, and the records are being obliterated. I recall when Dennis Scott set the single-season record for made threes at 267. At the time, that was phenomenal. I recall Reggie Miller being feared because of his lethality as a shooter, but particularly for his three-point shooting. Those guys are fading from the record books. Dennis Scott's record is ranked 20th all-time. Reggie Miller's single-season threes made at 229 
isn't even in the top 50. But Steph, Steph is ranked 1, 3, 4, 5, 8, and 9 in single season threes. For context, Steph's 407, which is number one, is more threes than Reggie Miller attempted in 12 of his 18 seasons. It's even more astronomical. Steph has already the most threes made all time, but he has done it in five seasons less than Ray Allen, which was also a three-point monster. He's not only hits threes at a high percentage, he also hits them from distance. Steph has a 35% three-point percentage. Now listen closely, which is considered average to most players, except this 35 three-point percentage I'm talking about are threes made between 30 and 40 feet. That's logo territory. When people see his logo threes or look at his no-look threes or his back-to-back-to-back threes, they see greatness. Then, for some young players, they turn off the TV and try to emulate what they see. There are clips of teams driving down the court and passing up a fast-break layup for a pull-up three that they miss on both ends of the court time and time again. What you don't see when Steph makes a logo three is the commitment to training and practice. During the offseason, Steph trains six days a week and commits three hours of his daily training towards shooting. He requires at least 500 made shots. He focuses on endurance, ball handling, shooting mechanics, and muscle memory. Keep in mind, this is during the off-season. Something motivates him. His father, Dale Curry, says that Steph is motivated by wanting to be good. Now, that seems like something ordinary and simple. And while good is subjective, whatever metric Steph uses in his mind to measure good The journey of being good is what has kept him going. It's personal to him. Speaking of taking things personal, Mr. Last Dance himself, Michael Jordan. Knowing MJ, he's probably taking it personally that I'm mentioning his name on a podcast with Steph Curry. Anyone with a functioning eye knows that Michael Jordan was one of the most driven competitors out there. But there was something that motivated him from within, something that kept him going. After watching The Last Dance for the fifth time this month, I picked up on what I believe was the initial catalyst to Jordan's fire. He mentioned that he wanted his father's attention. It was this desire that made him competitive. His competitive energy made him want to beat and sometimes go to blows with his brothers to get that coveted congratulations or I'm proud or just that attention from his father. But again, I think this was his major catalyst, 
The competitive nature that Jordan discovered within himself drove him to be the best player he could be. He said on one occasion that his goal was to play the perfect game. Let that sink in. Playing the perfect game. It's impossible. But that was his goal, his driving motivation. It was what caused him to train the way he did. It was why, when his college coach, Dean Smith, let him know that shooting was an area that he needed to grow, it caused Jordan to turn a weakness into a strength. Mind you, Jordan is known for shooting and scoring. His prominent head coach in the NBA, Phil Jackson, said that shooting was the weakest area of his game. But again, it was Jordan that formed the infamous breakfast club of training with Scottie Pippen and Ron Harper. Each morning going to train at five or six in the morning, all prior to Bulls training. It's his motivation that led to stories of Bulls practices being more intense at times than the game. Because Jordan was driven to play the perfect game. Jordan describes his motivation as his fire. He would go on to note those throughout his life that threw logs on that fire. That is a fitting analogy for motivation. It is a fire that burns within. Motivation begins with motive. This is where you see the poster with the phrase, what is your why? While the result may be the same, motive changes context. There are those who are motivated by fame and fortune, and some may succeed for a moment, but they often are left infamous and broke. Then there are those whose motives are pure and just, those who are chasing a better version of themselves. In the long run, their greatness surpasses the multitude's. One issue I see with our modern context is that so many don't have an internal fire. Nothing is burning in them constantly. So what ends up happening is that they chase a spark. They chase something to get a fire burning. But it's hard to start a fire by rubbing two sticks together. It takes a lot of energy and the right conditions. But if you've got a fueled kerosene heater, a spark can end up warming the whole house. What's my point? Yeah, your friends and encouragers can hype you up for the moment. The infomercial about the new exercise fad or diet fad can get you started. But motivation is what will keep you going. Motivation is what makes you adhere to your plan when the encouragers are not around. Motivation is what makes you train harder, not just to beat the opponent, but to beat the opponent in you. Even people who haven't seen all of the Last Dance documentary, they know the meme, I took that personally. Michael used opportunities, and often he took opportunities to utilize competition as a lighter fluid to his already burning flame within. His father would say, if you want to challenge him, tell him something he can't do. At times, 
Jordan would take a comment that a member of the media or the opposing team had said, or he would just take the fact that an opponent challenged to guard him or the fact that he didn't do well in that golf game that he played earlier in the day. He would use all of that as lighter fluid to the fire that burned within. These were occasions that he would exercise his motivation of how can I turn this opportunity to still have a perfect game. Each game presented situations that could hinder his success, but his internal motivation overrode those setbacks. My wife set out to, in her words, work out a little bit. Knowing her, this would be some kind of running exercise. And to you and I, it wouldn't be a little bit. So I hear her hop on the treadmill. Then I go and start working on laundry. I got a couple of important emails I had to take care of. And then I ended up getting a phone call. I hear the treadmill slow down and then speed up. I'm trying to remember when she hopped on because it's been a while. Eventually, I can hear her slow down again. And so then I'm thinking, yeah, she's about to come back upstairs. Nope, it ramps up again. And again, it continues. When she finally quit, I jokingly asked, so you ran an hour, right? And she responded seriously, almost. She knocked out five miles in a little over 55 minutes. As I'm preparing this podcast, I ask, what was your motivation? To finish, she said. Keep in mind she's exhausted and still breathing hard, and I'm over here conducting an interview. While she didn't have a time goal, she did have a goal to finish. Her motivation goes deep to the roots of general health and fitness. This motivation goes beyond the five miles on the treadmill. It goes beyond the days in the gym. It goes beyond just a healthy meal here or there. This was the part of her explanation that got me. She said, you can't quit the first time your mind says quit. Several times I wanted to quit during that run, but I pushed through because I was determined to finish. So my question to you, are you motivated? Do you have a fire that is already burning inside? I'm talking about a fire that wasn't started by somebody's comments and can't be put out by somebody's comments. A fire that can withstand situations and setbacks of life. A motivation that fuels you even when you want to quit. Are your motives pure? Are you chasing a win? Or are you chasing the person that you are becoming? What is your motivation? And if you have one, are you still motivated? Thank you for sharing a word with Anthony.